Welcome to the Billy Jenkins Listening Club. Short webcasts, or what I like to call, in keeping with my photographic interests, snapcasts, offering a unique oral insight into Billy Jenkins, the man and his music. This episode is entitled Another Cup of Tea with Charlie Hart. listening to an extract of Jazz Gives Me the Blues, the title track of Billy's 2011 album, recorded with his trio Blues Suburbia, featuring Billy on guitar, vocals and harmonica, Finn Peters on alto saxophone and flute, Jim Watson on organ, and Mike Pickering on drums. The album was produced by Charlie Hart, who toured with Billy's Voice of God Collective in the late 1980s and played bass on the acclaimed album Uncommerciality Volume 2. Charlie's experience as a Voice of God member was the subject of an earlier snapcast. For this episode, I asked him how he made the transition from the studio floor to the control room. Ah, good question. You mean... um... From the playing side to the recording side. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I guess sometimes you think of that as being on the other side of the glass. You know, the players are on one side of the glass, the p- production people on the other side. But I'm lucky enough to have a space here in my house, which we use for recording. And the essence of the approach here is there is no glass. Recording's all done with everybody together. Engineer, and producer, who happens to be the same person, the musicians so it's sort of democratic isn't it and um, it's got advantages you get a greater feeling of intimacy it's more relaxed (laughs) I guess you don't feel you're in a hospital operating (laughs) theatre I've made various albums here and Billy knew I'd been doing that and he was aware of it and he'd been looking for a place to record and he came in here and said yeah let's do it here so fantastic I mean it was a painless sort of approach. You know, just walk in, play. He knew what he's doing. He had the musicians lined up. He had the material lined up. So we discussed the approach. How we're going to record it. What type of recording. What type of ambience. Um, various aspects. And I liked it like that because you go into to the recording with an w- amount of awareness before you start which you certainly had with Billy. So anyhow, you prepared things in that way. And once you've done that, the actual recording, bang, just done. <laughs> people arrived, four or five people in the room. whole thing would get recorded in the afternoon very often. So just done like that. Fantastic. Billy brought some great players with him. That's another thing about him. He knew how to get the right people for the job. And that was very good from my point of view. For making records, I think it's really important to keep the energy level up. You need good musicians and keep things rolling. You know, if people start getting bogged down with detail, getting fussy about, oh, the hi-hat doesn't sound quite right, let's do another take with a different hi-hat sound, 
then rapidly people turn off and get bored. So the whole thing for me and my approach is to keep things rolling. That's pretty much what Billy's approach is too. So we got in there, guess two takes maximum. Very often it's the first take, which again is the way I like it. From the production point of view, you've got to be careful you don't miss anything, you know. That track probably would be down before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Billy's like. You know, he does things you don't expect. He'll take off. Nobody will expect it. He'll catch people by surprise. He wants to see what happens. Maybe it's a bit like Muhammad Ali. So there's always that. It's not just construction. It's performance art. Do you have any particular memories of recording Jazz Gives Me the Blues? Well, it was pretty much as I described. There were great players on that album. A lot of it was standards with great structures, but they were treated in a very free way. You had to be pretty good to be able to do that. All the players were great. Billy knew that that was all being looked after. He then added his own touch to proceedings. So it was really straightforward. And it grooves. You know, swings. And it certainly does. <laughs> so that's what I love about it. I'm lucky, you know, because all this happens, we call, in my place, Equator Studios, which is actually a room in my house. It's a music room at the back of my house. I'm really lucky to have a room dedicated to making music. It adjoins the kitchen, which is quite convenient. We always have a bowl of soup in the middle of the day. But I'm lucky. People come to my house, play this amazing music, and then they walk out again. And I've enjoyed it, and hopefully they have too. And hopefully when people hear it, they pick up on some of the energy. It was time for me to politely take my leave of Charlie in his Equator Studios and walk out myself. But not before thanking Charlie for his time, his thoughts and the beautiful cup of tea. I leave you, the listener, with a little more of Jazz Gives Me the Blues from the album of the same name. The album is available to purchase on CD it can be listened to on many popular streaming platforms or downloaded from your favourite online store. By buying the CD or paying for the tracks, you will be helping Billy to continue his life's work. You can find out more about Billy's music at billyjenkins.com. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.